Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This guy in Farmington Hills, Michigan, not only has a plan to set a world's record, he knows what he's going to do after. Guinness World Records officials will be on hand Thursday to measure, and if it's not more than just talk, it'll definitely be a new record. Guinness told the owner of the local household appliance repair company that what they needed to have was something that weighs at least 99 pounds to qualify, because even though no one's ever assembled a giant ball of dryer lint before, they want it to be a good one. It's suspected to be a thousand. Right now, all that dryer land is packed in a shipping container. Thursday, the company will pack it into a bowl to set the record, and once that's done, they plan to set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. And if you thought you had a boring life, <laughs> collecting land. Yeah. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Well, Cliff. Yes? I got to thinking about the uh, yeah. motto for Las Vegas. You know their slogan. Oh, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Yeah, what happens here stays here. Yeah. But that same slogan, when you think about it, would work for North Korea, too. (laughs) Is that not true? Well, that's true. You're absolutely right. What happens here, we're not telling anybody about. That's right. (laughs) Unless it's a rocket, then what happens there crashes in the ocean. Yes, over there. (laughs) Yesterday. Yes. Three catfish were caught, along with a gar, in the Wabash River near the Duke Power Plant. (laughs) Okay. Thus causing gas prices to increase this (laughs) afternoon by 10 cents. (laughs) So that's what's making the gas prices. That's what's making it up. Yes. It's going up because somebody's catching gar and catfish in the Wabash River. Yeah. Do you remember? I'm sure you do. Mm, What? Years ago. They had the full-service gas station where the guy would come out, ring up the uh, pump, put the hose in you, and (laughs) fill you up. Do you remember that? Yeah. No, I do that. I mean, I remember that. Yes. And while you were getting gas, they would clean your windshield. Yes. And if you wanted to, or you wanted them to, they would also check your oil. That's exactly right. Yes. And I think the demise of that wasn't because they, you know, figured you could do it yourself. No. Thus saving a buck or two. Yeah. I think it's for situations like we're in right now, Cliff. Why is that? Because of the price of gas going up. Yeah. If the guy came out and, you know, filled you up, he would have to somehow wipe his fingerprints off of the nozzle. <laughs> so that, It's highway robbery. Yeah, so he couldn't get booked <laughs> later on. I don't know that to be true. Well, but, but you might suspect. I'm kind of suspecting it. Yeah. We, there are a couple of things I suspect police would tell you that are instant signs when they see a vehicle, there's something going on that they need to look into. These people in Ohio committed both. Deputies in Trumbull County say it was around 1 a.m. Sunday when they heard the vehicle coming before they saw it, as it had been modified with a large set of speakers and they were blaring loud. Now, the reports didn't say what kind of music was playing, just that the speaker system was so massive it filled the entire back seat. And when said vehicle came into view, it became apparent there were two males inside, and one of them 
had left a case of beer sitting on the roof. Michelob Ultra and several empties would later be found in the front seat as well. Officers say when they got behind the two guys with the case of beer on the roof and the music blaring and activated their lights and sirens, both dudes immediately bailed, leaving the vehicle rolling under its own power and ran away into the darkness. Now, bailing out in such a manner really wasn't that big of a deal, as the two dudes were Amish and the vehicle was a horse-drawn buggy. <laughs> Police say whoever was at the reins can be charged with DUI if they find them, and both could get a fleeing the scene charge as well. The horse, who was not intoxicated, <laughs> stopped on its own a short distance down the road. Police say, you can come pick him up anytime. <laughs> It would have been awesome if the horse was drunk, too, though. I mean, the whole... Everybody's hair is drunk. You know, we got rock music blaring out of That's our right. speakers. That's right. And we've been sharing beers with the horse. Why not? He's doing the work. Oh, I'm just picturing yeah. all of that clip just... in my mind. and That is fantastic. I can't get this out of my head, Cliff. I really What's, can't. You're talking about the... Uh possibility of the horse being drunk yes and his buddies all i can think of is the horse going <laughs> wilbur <laughs> so there's there's like three dudes have get around and start to have a drink two guys and a horse and everyone's drinking beer and then these guys are all drunk and the, and the horse says i'll take you home <laughs> yeah i'll take you home i know the way i know yeah <laughs> you guys relax and the first sign of trouble the two guys bail, leaving the drunken horse to deal with the law. Yeah. <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> Why have you left me, Wilbur? And the text message came oh, in, Cliff. Yeah. yeah, and there was a call, too. Yeah. 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 You knew it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I just wish I'd have thought of it. Here's Toby Keith and Willie Nelson. I just can't get this out of my head, Cliff. I just can't do it. <laughs> Two guys and a drunken horse. I'm just picturing the horse with one of those felt party hats on. Yeah, or they, cut out if for they his cut ears. out holes for his ears. Yes. Right. And these guys riding around there. One suspender undone seductively oh. over oh, the Oh, yeah, because they've been trying to pick up oh, yeah. chicks. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And bluegrass music thumping through the speakers. <laughs> Yeah, because when I need heavy bass, I go right to bluegrass. That's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> and, and we're all gangster. That's right. Until the police show That's up. That's right. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. You ever wondered what uh, what you'd get if a Cheez-It cracker mated with a Hot Pocket? <laughs> no, I never thought that. Well, think about that for a little bit this morning, Cliff. Okay. Because if that... Yeah. Makes you a little curious. Yeah. You need to go to Pizza Hut because uh -oh. they have that thing. It's okay. called the Cheese It Pizza. <laughs> and basically, it looks like ravioli. Yeah. They took some dough, they yeah. gave it the Cheese It flavor and the color. Yeah. And then they stuffed it with cheese. <laughs> Do that hand thing again. It would have stuffed it, stuffed with, it cheese. with cheese. Yeah, like I'm stuffing a bird in there. <laughs> It's like fast food chains and yep. snack food brands, Cliff, yep. mm -hmm. had a giant party, and now we're seeing all the babies that were made That's from right. this party. Well, there was Doritos, Locos Tacos, yeah. and then, you know, the Colonel came out with Cheeto Sandwich KFC, Yeah, and now we've got 
the cheese at pizza. Now, you got to get there quick. Is it a limited time it's thing? It's a limited time thing. Okay. But I just really want you to Mercy. concentrate mm-hmm. on the cheese at cracker mating with a hot pocket part <laughs> of it myself. Thanks for the visualization. You're quite welcome. Weed, as you might remember, last week there was one day that could be called the perfect storm. It was Friday the 13th, and there was a full moon. There was only one thing missing. Oh, but wait, here it is now. Florida. The incident in Fernandina Beach, California, or Fernandina Beach, Florida, didn't unfold until after 11.30 p.m. on Friday the 13th, but when it did, the couple involved went all in on crazy. Deputy stopped 35-year-old Megan Mondanero and 31-year-old Aaron Thomas when the two were nearly struck by a car as they bicycled across South Fletcher Avenue, and yes, they cut the driver of the car off as he was attempting to turn. The officer making the stop of the two bicycles placed both of them in the back of his patrol car as he sorted things out, got the bikes out of the way, and took the driver's statement. He had smelled alcohol on the breath of the two bicyclists, and when he returned, he noticed the couple had shed their clothing and were having sex in the back seat of his police cruiser. Ignoring the, if this cop car's rocking, don't bother knocking rule, the officer opened the door only to have the naked man bolt at him, knock him down, and run off into the night. The woman grew violent and had to be restrained. The blood alcohol tested somewhere in the neighborhood of plastered for both, and now they face a long list of charges. Didn't know that was on the list, Cliff. (laughs) There's a a reading that says... Plastered. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, things you learn on this program, Cliff. (laughs) Well, we're waiting for your call for the phrase that pays. It can be anything you want. You win absolutely nothing. And that's probably why, Cliff, we have trouble getting people to call us at 812-386-1250. Yes, no, that's, that's absolutely right. I mean, the, we, we don't have a gift to offer anymore. We just hope people will do it out of the kindness of their heart. Yes. And when we first announced it, the yeah. phone lines were full of people wanting to uh, and, participate. And now that people have caught on to the fact that you don't win anything for doing all the extra work... <laughs> No one wants to do the extra work. So that we don't have to do the extra work. That's right. But although I will say, I have a list of phrases right here. Some of them you won't like. Well, Cliff. Yes. We got somebody. Okay. Let's see who we have. Hi, who's this? This is Bonnie Stevens at Princeton, Indiana. Well, hey, Bonnie. What's going on today? Well, not a lot, but I thought I'd just call in. Well. Do you have a phrase for us? I'm going to try. Okay. So before before, before you give us your phrase... Because I, this is something that you should be proud of. Can you? Do you mind to tell us how old you are? I'm 92. There yesterday. you go. Wow. Happy birthday. Happy belated Thank birthday. You. Yes. <laughs> 92. What's yeah. the secret, Bonnie? I don't know. Just being good and being busy. <laughs> being, <laughs> being busy. Listen to W-R-A-Y. Well, that'll do it. That'll do it. That'll keep you alive. Yeah. Well, okay, Bonnie. What's your phrase you got for us? Let's smile your umbrella every day. Let a smile be your umbrella every day. Is that right? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, Bonnie, thank you for calling in this morning, and congratulations once again on 92 years young. How's that? Well, I I listen to you guys every day. Well, we appreciate you doing that, Bonnie, and we wish someday you could learn something from us. That's right. (laughs) Oh, I just learn something every day. I laugh. (laughs) Laughing and music makes a long life. Well, Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to write that. That's right. Well, Bonnie, thank you very much, and you have a great week, okay? Oh, I'm going to try my very best. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Bonnie. Uh-huh. Bye.
That's probably the yeah. key to the long life right there, Cliff, is a great attitude like she has. Yeah, she's awesome. She is. Cliff, are you ready for your story, or you want to wait a little bit well, longer? Let me just in, let's just let me just intro it, and then we'll play a song, song and then I'll tell you all of it. How's okay. That? All right. So I have two grandsons, age 10 and 6. They live in Vincennes. At the beginning of the school year, the 10-year-old decided he was going to join Cub Scouts. And I thought, this was... This would be cool because I do spend a couple of afternoons a week with them because of their mom's work schedule and whatnot. Right. So I thought this would be cool, a chance to do scout stuff. I haven't done that for a long time. Apparently, I have done all the wrong scout stuff. <laughs> because yesterday I had a good chance to do scout stuff in Vincennes, and I failed miserably. And who wouldn't want to do scout stuff in Vincennes? I agree. Sounds like the name of a country song, as a I matter was of fact. That Doing scout stuff in Vincennes. <laughs> okay, so yesterday we had this Cub Scout meeting, and it had been announced at the previous meeting that instead of being at the school, this meeting was going to happen at Four Lakes Park. And after we all said our scout honor code saying, everyone was going to go fishing, <laughs> which is fine, except. When I was in Scouts, I learned to build model rockets, or model rockets, make chemistry experiments, or and do archaeology. I learned about astronomy. Heck, I knew more about astronomy than the guy teaching the astronomy merit badge when I got the astronomy merit badge. But that's just the way I was. You put a brand new open face spinning reel in my hand, fresh out of the box. It needs to be properly set up with all the tensions. Well, frankly, yesterday I looked like a dumbass. <laughs> Because one of those open-faced spin cast reels, that's a giant knot of about 30 yards of fishing line just waiting to happen. Now, Mom said, come by the house and get his fishing pole. And I thought, well, you've taken them fishing before. It's surely it's set up and ready to go. No, it was still in the box. <laughs> and you couldn't have gotten one of those easy-to-use ones, you know, with the little hole where the fishing line comes out that never gets tangled. Oh, no, no, we couldn't do that. So while everyone else went fishing... I spent an hour and a half trying to make this darn thing work. And finally, one of the other dads took pity on me and set it up. <laughs> but by that time, all interest in fishing was lost. <laughs> now, does the dad get a merit badge for helping you, Cliff, in the scouting? I, I don't know. I don't know. He should hmm. for being a I helper. Agreed. So did you ever get your worm wet yesterday <laughs> or not? That's the... That's what I'm waiting for here. You wanted to know if I got my worm wet. Did you ever? Yes. Did you catch anything? No. <laughs> there was like 20 kids trying to fish. Who's going to catch a fish? Did anybody catch anything? I think there was a couple of people caught one or two small ones, but no, no one really had a big one. So the moral of this story is what, Cliff? If you want to go fishing, take a real fisherman with you. <laughs> How about this? Okay. Fishing is fine. Yeah, Unless you have to do it. Well, that's true. Let somebody else that's do it. That's right. I'll just watch it on TV. <laughs> Our ticket to the bank this morning, Cliff, is... Yes. Well, it's pretty simple. Okay. If you um, have some medical product in a bottle, then you see the ads on TV all the time. You yeah. don't know what's in the bottle. You just kind of listen to what they say. Right. But if the slogan for the medicine that you're taking is... Mm -hmm. 
a cure for the living dead. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, yeah, you may not want to be right fully engulfed in drinking this stuff. Are you, are you saying today's ticket to the bank is one of the reasons why we now have truth in labeling laws? <laughs> Yes, okay. because a cure for the living dead... <laughs> it's not something you want. No, no. <laughs> or need. <laughs> and it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Mm-hmm. And as you well know, everything during this segment is the truth. Yes, in fact, we began to discuss this, um, and I'm like, I need to sneak a peek of what's going on here. And I have got my own research to verify with 100% accuracy. Everything in this edition is true, 100%. You, you see, there once was an energy drink. Yeah. But back then, they called it a tonic. Yeah. And it was called Radithor. And it was sold in the United States for 10 years. Yeah. From 1918 mm-hmm. to 1928. Yes. And it promised to cure a lot of issues, including lack of energy. But you see, yeah. it was a radioactive tonic. <laughs> That killed everyone who drank it. Yes, it was made from purified water. And then they put radium in it. <laughs> and those that died from it yeah. had to be buried in lead coffins so the right. radiation wouldn't right. spread. In fact, the most well-known person to die from drinking this was a guy named Eben Byers, who was a wealthy man and a golfer. In 1906, he won the U.S. Amateur. And he injured his arm on a train, and the doctor prescribed Radithor for his pain. (laughs) And it was when his jaw fell off from the radiation poisoning that they realized it probably wasn't that good of an idea. That's exactly right. (laughs) But he was indeed buried in a lead-lined coffin at the uh, young age of 50-something. And he died in 1932. Yep. They exhumed his body in 1965. Mm-hmm. And the radiation was still off the charts <laughs> in 1965. And even their follow-up slogan. They had a follow-up slogan? Yes, okay. to try to save the company. Yeah. Yum, yum. It's radium. Wait, wait, Did wait, no wait, good. Wait, hold on. Hold on. No, no. Boop, boop, boop. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> but the rest of that... You can take to yum, the bank. Yum, it's radium. <laughs> well, I just thought I was coming up with something. And I think this is really, really cool, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr. You know, they're not spring chickens anymore. No. They're in their 70s. Yeah. And they've decided to do uh, a John Lennon song that he wrote well, and put it on an album. Really? That's pretty impressive. So it's Paul McCartney. Yep. And who was the other? Ringo. Oh, Ringo. Okay. Yes. And they're going to do a John Lennon song. Yes. As a duet. As a duet. They're probably getting this memo today. I'll be in, and we'll make it a trio. Signed, Yoko Ono. Oh, we don't need that. (laughs) And now they're both going, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we dealt with her in the past before on uh, groups getting together? That's right. And tearing them apart, as a matter of fact. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day, start with number three. Doing scout stuff in Vincennes. Number two. If this cop car's rockin', don't bother knockin'. <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. It would be awesome if the horse was drunk, too. Oh, would it? <laughs> it would have been an amazing story. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message.
Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.